What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. And this is made possible by Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. And if you are looking for a strong theological foundation for future ministry service, may we suggest Southwestern Seminary? Many of the speakers we have featured here on the pod are professors or even the president of Southwestern Seminary and are top-notch sources for theological education. And the very, very, very best way to experience Swibbits, other than going to Cousins Barbecue, is to attend their Spring Preview Day on April 8th. Preview Days are your opportunity to see firsthand all that Southwestern Seminary has to offer. During your visit, you'll tour the campus, speak with faculty, meet fellow students, hear from President Adam W. Greenway, and experience the unique campus community of Southwestern. Spring Preview Day is April 8th, and you can register today at swibbits.edu forward slash preview. Kyle, it is so good to see you, man. Great to see you as well. Hey, I do have a question before we dive in. So every time you mention something about Fort Worth, you mentioned Cousins Barbecue. I have never eaten at Cousins Barbecue. And now I did, I saw one at DFW Airport uh, earlier this week, and the line out the door would 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 suggest that that cousins is something that's worth checking out okay so cousins is worth checking out it is the official southwestern barbecue spot because they have a picture of adam greenway on the wall (laughs) so i'm pretty sure if heim barbecue or hutchins barbecue or any of the other ones would put a portrait there they would also be co-official uh barbecue joints for southwestern but cousins is great uh, I, I love going there. It is Dr. Greenway's favorite. It's probably not my favorite. I like a little more of uh, some family friends of ours. Edelman's Barbecue, which is in Grand Prairie, our favorite. I mean, the brisket, you, you, I mean, you would just drop your fork on it and it cuts. It is so tender and juicy. We love Edelman's Barbecue. Uh, but yes, Cousins is great. When you're in Fort Worth for preview day, because I'm sure Michelle would love for you to do another degree. Well, we'll uh, I'll be there for the revitalization conference. conference. Oh, we'll, we'll both, we'll both be there. Here. We've so. got the revitalization conference. We should talk about that on that on this. And so, yeah, Cousins is great. Cousins is really good. So, okay, all right. I, mean, I was just curious. I've, I've heard I've heard people rave about it, and I, I thought, hey, I've, we haven't talked barbecue on this show much. So, <laughs> if, if you've ever noticed, there's a little superiority complex when it comes to Texas. <laughs> That's for everybody that's outside. Everybody, I mean, we're just better than everybody. That's what we think. It's true. But when it comes within, like that family squabble of Texans, that's where there's a definite disagreement in civil war when it comes to favorite barbecue places yeah. because almost nobody agrees. Everybody has their favorite. This one's overrated. That one's underrated. You're sleeping on this one. I mean, uh, we we've got a. Texas Monthly Magazine that has like a top 10 list and every, you know, all that kind of places you have to go. I mean, this is, it's life. It's part of being a Texan. And uh, so, so yes, uh, it's a good place. Cousins is great and and really DFW. And there's places all over Texas that have some amazing barbecue. And you and I both know that back in New Mexico, we even had a place that had amazing barbecue at Mad Jack's, which happens to be a Texan. 
It brings yeah, I say run, the, run by Texan. <laughs> brings all of the wood from Texas. Everything is Texas there. And so it's a little slice of Texas yep. there in California. Which is funny because yeah. I would say the majority of, of the people who visited Mad Jacks on a regular basis were folks who were visiting Cloudcroft from Texas. Yes, 100%. <laughs> because the people that live there are like, I'm not waiting for an hour and a half for half a pound of brisket or something. Yeah. But, for, for, but the, anyway. um, for the risk to, to run out of meat right about the time yeah. that I get up right there. Right when yeah. you get there. Yeah, it's it's great. And of course, that guy, if you tell him you are from Texas or, or say anything about barbecue, that kind of thing, that you're kind of a connoisseur or, or something, <laughs> like you will end up down the line at the very end and suddenly like a flying chunk of brisket will land on your little platter. Like he'll send it somehow. And with the little spatula and everything just hits it and it just flies and lands on your plate. It's kind of funny. And, yeah. uh, but that's not, we're not talking about barbecue today. We are not. We are not. <laughs> I am back from Disney world after our vacation for our adoption anniversary. You are back from Atlanta. We are not giving you a, uh, uh, a play-by-play or tips to survive Disney World under a budget. That's not our kind of a podcast. We try to talk about revitalization. And that's more to the point of why Kyle was in Hotlanta. Yeah. And Kyle, today we're going to talk about a little something that has taken a little bit of your time over the past a little year. Bit. Just a little bit. It is why he is balder by the day. Uh, <laughs> it's the Replant Hub. Yeah. Kyle. This is yeah. your baby. This is like it's your, this. you know, it's your third child. Let's yeah. let's talk about it today. Tell first off, uh, let let's talk about maybe the need, what it is in the meat, yeah. the need that it meets. Yeah. So so at the at its most basic level, the the replant hub is simply a resource site that um, was built with rural churches in mind, small struggling rural churches in mind. So you probably heard the stats that throughout the SBC, um, every year we close somewhere between 700 and 900 churches um, that they, they just, they cease to exist. Um, about, about 10% of those are in rural areas, right? So that means if you average those out, we, we close roughly 80 churches in rural areas every year. That's, that's over one a week. Um, now, now here's the thing with that. If you, if you close a church in an urban or a suburban area, we don't want to do that. We're working to, to stop that. But, but if you close a church in an urban or, or a suburban area, there are more than likely other churches to attend, right? I mean, the, with, within driving distance, um, there, there will be some other, some other SBC churches that, that you can find pretty, pretty easily. Um, in a rural community, if the SBC church that's there closes, there's a good chance that that's the only, not, not, not only the only SBC church in town, there's a really good chance that's the only evangelical work period uh, for a number of miles. Um, and so we, we, we were approached um, and, and said, this is, this is an issue that we're seeing. Um, we need to figure out some way to do it. And, and here's the thing, we don't, have the, we don't have the men and we don't have the money for every single one to, to send pastors to every single one of these churches. There, there are a bunch that are, as, as you know, being in New Mexico, um, you know, in, in Texas, we talk rural, typically you're within an hour of a, 
you know, larger metropolitan area, a larger, larger spot. Um, as we learned in New Mexico, that is not the case, right? <laughs> so, I mean, for, for our area where we were in southern New Mexico, Alamogordo was kind of the that regional hub. That was the big city, baby. That it, was, was the big, yeah, it was the big city where we went for fun. We could go yeah. walk around Walmart, it was amazing. Yeah. But if Two you're talking, you, you know, what, what most people would consider a big city, Las Cruces was about 100,000, but beyond that, it was either Albuquerque or El Paso. Um, and, and those could be three, four hours away, depending on where you lived. And, and so the, the, the question came up, how, how can we help, right? What, what, are, what is a resource that we can provide that can help? So let me, let me give kind of the scenario that we would run into at Mayhill. Mayhill wasn't yeah. when, when, when I was there and any risk really of, of closing down or whatever, the problem that I had solo pastor with nobody really on the ground in the church that could preach. Yeah. I need to go out of town. I need to go on vacation or let's say I am retiring, resigning, moving like I did. Uh, there's going to be a season that that church is going to be without a pastor, without a preacher. Now, because you were talking about our location uh, in New Mexico, most of our pocket of people that could come and preach for us would be in Albuquerque. That meant that they would have to drive about five hours to get there. That ultimately meant that they really couldn't do that feasibly on a Sunday. So they'd have to come in on Saturday, have to stay the night. There's no cell service. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no nothing. And then preach in the morning and then go back. So that's kind of the scenario that it seems like many of our rural churches, it might be outside of Texas and outside of some of those areas, like there's going to be rural towns, small towns like Farmersville a little bit uh, in, in some of the towns around Farmersville that you're still close to Dallas, right? You know, we're 45 minutes from Dallas now and, uh, you know, that kind of deal. But people like us back in Mayhill, yes, it was hard to find pastors. So that's kind of the problem you're you're describing, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, um, and so we... We, we started brainstorming and thinking through how, how can we do this? And, and what we landed on is what ultimately became the replant hub. And that's just a place for uh, where, where you can go sign up for free and have access to a whole ton of sermon videos um, and worship videos. Because what we heard was, uh, as we were talking about this last year, the, the feedback that we got was, hey, the sermons are great and we have churches that will use that, but... If you could put some worship on there, we have a ton of churches that could use that because either they don't have a regular worship leader, they're pulling videos off of YouTube that weren't built for uh, a congregational setting. And not or, legal at times. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the legality is, yeah, is questionable. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, uh, you know, they would have, they, they have a worship leader, they have one person in their church who can uh, play piano, play guitar, lead worship. And uh, when they're gone, uh, there's, there's nobody. And so, uh, so there are two sides to the replant hub. One side is the, is the sermon side where there are uh, right now, somewhere between two and a half and three years worth of sermon content that's on the site right now that can be accessed for free. Um, and then the other side is worship, which is uh, we have some videos from Lenexa Baptist church in Can outside of Kansas city. And then Nathan Drake, uh, who led worship at the replant summit back in August. 
Um, and I heard he did a fantastic job. That was the feedback that I got as I was quarantined in my hotel room uh, was that everybody loved him. But but he's cultivated content specifically to be used by congregations. So uh, and he has like single videos where it's him and you see like a TV with lyrics in the background, some that he's put together that's just lyrics on the screen. So you you hear him leading and then. Uh, he's this is really cool and i think this has uh, this will be used a lot um he's put together full worship sets where he actually like on the video will say welcome to worship he'll read scripture he'll lead through songs he'll pray and so you know if you have a, a bivocational pastor um and no worship leader that's everything you need right there you, you can put the play the worship video and the the keys are singable they're hymns that everyone knows um and and yeah, so I mean, that could lead right up to the pastor stepping into the pulpit. All right. I have questions. Okay. Here's my question, Kyle. Okay. Um, end of the sermon. Does a guy go up and extend a invitation where it's even like, I see that hand, you know, the buses will wait. <laughs> so how, how does, how does it work? Like, so, so one, I, I think you would probably want to clarify, this is not to be a replacement for like a full-time, you know, forever replacement for right. pastor worship. Right. This is like catastrophe happens, you know, yeah. Pastor, yeah, yeah. pastor leaves, we can't find somebody. This is, this is a backup plan. Right. So, right. Uh, right. so I think you want to clarify that, but so let's walk through at least on the practical side. Uh, many of us believe, you know, I know you do, I do. There's people that don't, but we believe in extending some measure of a response right. to the sermon. How does that kind of work into uh, the guy? Because I assume he's not like, I see that hand. You know, no, 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 no. Out, every eye closed. Like, no, so, so, the, so the sermon videos would end typically like with him closing like a, a prayer at the end of the sermon, right? And so what we would... What we would suggest is if you're using this in your primary teaching preaching service on Sunday morning, um, that you have someone who can come up and and do that, right? So whether that's a deacon, a Sunday school teacher, um, you know, if you're if you're in an extended period without a a physical pastor present, you need someone there who's acting as campus pastor essentially, right? Who is uh, even if they're not preaching, they're doing pastoral care. Um, they're visiting people in the hospital and that, that could be your deacon team. That could be, uh, you, you know, if you have some, some elders, they just, there's not able to preach on Sunday morning. It's someone there needs to be providing pastoral care. And that would be the person who would come up at the end and greet visitors and extend an invitation. And, you know, that it's there to, to uh, greet folks as they come in and turn on the coffee and then lock the doors and everyone's gone, right? So yeah, you, you're not going to replace the pastoral care with, with a video. You can provide good, solid preaching and then have someone in place to do pastoral care. And, and I think that's a, a very helpful thing. Uh, one, especially having that kind of point person that can be your, <laughs> like, like you said, a campus pastor. And, and I'm just thinking back to how helpful this would have been at different times. Like not, not even over a, an extended stretch, just maybe in a pinch for, for us at Mayhill, because we had a uh, worship leader that, that helped for, for us during the year uh, for about a month in the summer would go with family in California. And so that was a time that I was leading worship and I always played the piano, but I was also having to sing then I was having to preach. Then I was preaching again Sunday night. Of course, during COVID, that was also where I was recording the sermon. Then I was preaching that sermon. Then I was preaching it again and, yeah. and trying to sing. So it was a very difficult kind of season to wear all of those hats. And a lot of the guys that are listening in, uh, you know, you're a pastor, 
you might not be a singer. You know, both of us were former, you know, musicians or current musicians, but I've been a music minister, so it wasn't a difficult thing for me to do, but it is an added burden to to think of the music, to plan the music, to sing the music, and then still have a voice to to preach, you know, and and I get kind of loud. So, you know, there's stuff like that, that to be able to, especially in a pinch for us, uh, where we did have some stop gaps and we had a DOM uh, for part of our time there and and we would be able to reach out um, for for other needs. But when it came to worship, that would be helpful. There were, there was one Sunday that Kyle, I went down, I went straight down the list. I reached out to to the DOM that we have, the interim DOM. He was tied up. I reached out to our friend Dennis. Uh, he was tied up. Chad was tied up. It was during COVID. They were actually asked not to to travel and, and preach that kind of deal. There's, you know, it was right in early on in those stages. Everybody at the BCNM had the same rules. So there was literally nobody that could preach. And uh, and thankfully we had a guy at the church that, you know, was wonderful, was not a preacher and and asked to never have to do it again, but but got up there, read some verses. Uh, I actually listened to it in in our drive-in format where we just kind of pulled in. It was kind of a staycation type deal for us because because of COVID, we ended up not being able to leave. But we stayed there. We listened. He read some scriptures. He encouraged them, you know, challenged them to to pray for the pastor, to to pray for one another, to look for ways to help all of that. And, And it was a short service and they were done. That would have been a great, like he did great. Like I'm not at all saying he shouldn't have done that, but that would have been a great time where we had tried everything. We'd done everything we could, couldn't find anything, but oh, there's this replant hub that I can bring in this sermon, listen to flat Kyle Beerman preach about, you know, King Eglon. <laughs> Kyle Beerman sermons are not on the hub, I promise. <laughs> Neither is that. Uh, so y'all are lucky with that. But uh, but yeah, you could hear somebody preach. Uh, and, and what's neat too is, you know, you can kind of pick, you know, sometimes with yes. your your pastor, you know, you and I, we, we preach through books of the Bible, so everybody knows what's coming next, but but maybe in, in a season where maybe it's just a one-off deal where you can look for something that you, you know, you as a pastor say, hey, you know, I really need to, to kind of address something, but it might look like I'm picking on them if I do it. So let's let Kyle Beerman do it. I, I know you're not on there, but let's let Kyle preach on unity in the church or something, hear it from another voice. Uh, or, you know, in an extended season where you know that maybe you're going to be gone on sabbatical for seven weeks or something, whatever it is, where maybe you find a series in there that you can cover seven topics or seven passages or a passage uh, that they could walk through where it seems like that would be very, very helpful. And- yeah, and, and we have we have a variety of stuff on there. So the, the sermon series that we have range from, I believe, three weeks to 48 weeks, so and, and everything in between. Um, and churches all across the country and all kinds of flavors, everything from Sandals Church in Southern California, which definitely has a Southern California vibe, <laughs> to um, a place just north of uh, Beaumont in a, in a community called Woodville. It's called Church in the Country, where uh, Pastor Jordan Wilson is in boots, jeans, and a, and a trucker hat. So, um, you know, what, whatever your flavor is, suits and ties, um, we, we've, we've got it on there. And, and, here's and the, look, yeah, here's go ahead. the best news of all is if they say something you don't really like, you can fast forward it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> or you could, you could run it at point like one five speed. So it's yeah. like, blah, 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 you know, 10 minute and, sermon, we're done. And and so, you know, what, one of the questions that we've gotten is, you know, what's the difference in this and, and like YouTube, like we were talking about earlier, well, for, for one thing uh, or, or like a right now media um, 
So for for the the big thing uh, when compared to, to a service like Right Now Media is this is completely free um, and available to churches of any size anywhere. Uh, it was designed with rural churches in mind, but but we're not we're not turning away non-rural churches. This, it's available. Um, secondly, these are cultivated um, by SBC churches whom we have vetted. Right, so so you know that these are these are churches within our um, convention of churches. Um, with with solid teaching, and and then finally, um, they're available to be used in whatever way you want. So if you need something for a Sunday morning, like and you know if you if you're a pastor who has not had a vacation in two years, and you're like I need to go, but I don't know who's going to preach, this can this can help you out. If you're a bivocational pastor who is working forty to sixty hours a week in a in an outside job, and you know, you're struggling to not just get Sunday morning done, but then Sunday night or a Wednesday night. These are resources that can be used in that format as well. And so we, we don't really put any, um, I even talked to some pastors this week at the, uh, um, at the AMS lab. And one of them said, you know, I, I I'm, I'm a full-time pastor. I preach. He said, I need help with like graphics. Could I like use the logos that are on there for like a Roman series? Absolutely. <laughs> Everything that's on there is is being freely given to be used in whatever way uh, you want to in your church. You talked about free versus, you know, right now, of course, with YouTube, you could do all of this. Yes. With with YouTube. The problem yeah. with YouTube, of course, is if you don't pay uh, for the well, that and you might have some ads. So yeah, right that now. and downloading stuff off of YouTube is not super easy. There's some work, there's some backdoor ways, but as you like to joke that there's some really good ways to give your computer cancer yeah. <laughs> if you, if you use those. Yeah. So all yeah. this stuff on the replant hub is downloadable and you'll like this Matt in multiple formats. So if you have really good internet and, and HD quality matters to you, um, we've got it. Or if you're if in you're a place Mayhill. like Mayhill <laughs> where an HD video would take four days, we, we have, uh, we have smaller video files that are, that are not as high quality of video. And so if you're using a projector, like from 1999, um, the HD quality probably isn't going to matter yeah. on that thing. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we, for each of the videos, we have three, um, th three video sizes with different video formats. All right. So if you have any questions about the replant hub, anything that we've said that either is concerning or you just don't understand, or you want some more details about it, you can, I'll, at any time, really message Kyle on yep. uh, Twitter at Kyle Bierman. Uh, and I'm not even going to try and spell it B U E E R M A N N. I believe I got it yeah, right. Kyle Bierman at, uh, on Twitter. You can do that, or you can visit what? Replanthub.com. All right. Y'all have a better uh, jingle than that. Yeah. Replant and we have. And, and when you register, when you, when you go to the sign up page, there's a video from Andy Addis just kind of explaining the the uh, the heart behind the site. Once you register, you're taken to a page called Start Here, where I, I've recorded a video walking through the site. And then we have some helpful pages linked there to help you kind of navigate and figure out, get, get your bearings. So All right. we're excited about it. I think it's going to be a, we, we pray it's going to be a, a helpful resource to churches all across the convention. Yeah. Remember guys, especially Southern Baptists, uh, you know, use your local associations, yes. use your state conventions, use your Southern Baptist convention, right? Just begin in your neighborhood with the local association, reach out to your state conventions. Don't, you're not alone. You've got pastors that might be up the road or around the block 
uh, but you've got pastors in your corner, people that care about you, and you've got people like the North American Mission Board, and of course, the International Mission Board that does those stuff across the globe. Uh, it's a neat network of churches and resources because we can do more together like this, where you can have somebody from Sandals Church in Sandals or somebody from that cowboy church you're talking about wearing a trucker hat. Uh, it's all there and uh, in a neat kind of cooperative effort at Replant Hub. Dot com. And so Kyle, send us out. All right. Well, until next time. Hey, by the way, we forgot to mention um, baseball's back. I called baseball's it. Baseball's back. I called it. And I think you, did you predict predict the actual date? I, I may have. I, 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 yeah, I mean. It was really close. It's the only <laughs> thing you've ever predicted correctly. That, um, there's a lot of truth to that. Let me let me say one. Can I, can I, uh, it's not airing of grievances, but I have a grievance early. Okay. Um, gas went way high. on our trip to Disney. I come back and it goes way low again. (laughs) I swear they did that just for me. It was was, was a sign from the Lord, Matt. (laughs) Because you skipped the AMS lab to go to Disney World to worship at the the altar of the the mouse. Yes. yes. I went to worship at the mouse. I did also find, by the way. Your sin will always cost you. I found found CRT at Disney. Oh, gosh. We, We ate at the Cinderella's Royal Table. <laughs> and when you leave, they give they give girls a wand and guys a sword. I guess that could go, you know, you can get whatever you want. They just ask what you want. So I took the sword. And I'm walking out, you know, I've got my little sword. I'm, you know, you know, doing whatever with the sword, messing around. And then I look down at it and on the little, like the handle in big old letters, CRT. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I found it. CRT is at Disney. <laughs> Literally on a sword. You have a CRT sword. Got it on a sword. So I'm going to battle CRT with my CRT sword. There you uh, go. That's funny. Anyway, send this out before I say something. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. <laughs>